Hi friends, welcome to the Artist Blend. Today we're talking about how we put together our audition packages and what that entails. So grab your mug and let's get talking. Hello. No, let's talk about the uh, coffee that we have for this episode. Yeah. It's another one from Foxtail. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's this the is the Mexico same one blend, from... I believe. Yeah, it's the Mexico blend yeah. from Foxtail Coffee Company. Uh, they roast right here in Winter Park, Florida, which is down the road, and they have a few locations here in Florida, but you can order it online. Um, mm-hmm. This is the Mexico uh, blend. It, what were the tasting notes? I think it was, it was chocolate, caramel, and praline. So, mm. yep. and I I can see that and taste that. I can I, too. I can't see it. I can taste it. <laughs> One day I hope I, to see I, tastes. I, to but... see tastes. I mean, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I can hear. One day I can hear colors and taste taste and see taste <laughs> shapes and colors. Okay. Um, but on those notes, uh, we also have a couple of thank yous because some people bought us coffee and it was really nice and it was super yeah. surprising to be like. Someone did it. Um, so we want to send a thank you to the Humphreys family and the Roberts family for buying us coffees. Yeah, and if you want to do that, uh, Buy Me a Coffee is a really great program that helps um, people support creators. And so if you're enjoying our show and if you want to invest in our show and help us improve the quality and find new coffees and support uh, coffee roasters and all of that fun stuff that we're trying to do, um, just go to the show notes and there's a link in there to uh, our little link tree, which has all of our links. And in that link tree, there's a buy me a coffee link. Uh, Mm. You can just buy a coffee. It's like five bucks, which honestly, again, is costs less than the average price of Starbucks at this point. Um, yeah. Or you can buy multiple coffees. So, mm-hmm. uh, but that's a really cool way to support us. So, thank you so much to those people that have already started doing that. That means so much. Yeah, it does. And we also have had somebody buy Carver Coffee, which is super yeah. exciting because we got um, a notice on that. So, if it was you, thank you. Uh, let us know how you like it because yeah. we have no idea who you were. So, <laughs> yeah. And thank you for listening. If you're here at episode yeah. nine, you're sticking around. It's going to be a good time. Um, yeah. But speaking of good times, I'm excited for this episode. I feel like we've we've had a good balance of having fun certain episodes and the intellectual artistic discussions other episodes. Mm-hmm. But this one, I think, is a nice mesh of the two. Um, mm-hmm. We're we're doing it as sort of like a game. So so me and Austin yep. have uh, selected three shows that we think the other one would be interested in auditioning for. So mm-hmm. there's a, a random call for this show. There's an open call. So they have to pick their audition package and put together their audition package based on the show that we give them. Um, so through that, our goal is to sort of talk through our process and how we like to select our um, our outfits for the day uh, on top <laughs> of our, uh, like what songs we're bringing, what cuts yeah. we're bringing in, and um, sort of how what our process is for finding all that stuff. And I imagine we'll probably learn from each other through this, and hopefully we can help some other people kind of figure out some some new things or Absolutely. or find their way in, in building their own process. Yeah. And again, our process is not the end-all be-all, but it's nice to, you may hear something and be like, oh, I've never thought of that. Maybe I could try it. Yeah. So you want to start us off on this riveting game? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Right, here we go. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm going to give you the first show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This one probably will not come too much of a surprise to you. Okay. But your show is Hello Dolly. Okay. 
you were, you have to submit for Hello Dolly. I th- mm. there well, there are a couple of roles that I think you'd be absolutely perfect for. And this is okay. right now, by the way. This isn't like twenty years in the future. Yeah. This is at this no. moment. You are sent. You're submitting for Hello Dolly. What uh, character do you think you're right for? Uh, what 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 are you bringing? And what are mm-hmm. you wearing? Oi. Um. Well, I wearing wise, I can answer right <clears throat> right off the top of my head. Um. I would go with a probably a simple three-piece suit but, uh, with like a nice ch- checkered uh, vest, maybe a bold tie choice and everything like that, kind Ooh. of fitting fitting the era. Um, like to the nines, but funky. Yeah, but funky and be like, yeah. yes, I can do it. It's fine. That's cute. Um, I'm having to remind myself of the cast list, and I think I would probably want to go for... Um, Barnaby at my age right now, uh, which is interesting, but I'm, all, I, I'm in the, if nobody knows, I've said it before, I'm 28 turning 29. So I'm kind of in this limbo of like, I'm too, too old to play young, but too young to play old. So it's like, I don't, mm. I don't know. <laughs> and song wise, I think I would have to stick with, uh, Barnaby and or, uh, Rudolph potentially, but uh, who Rudolph? do you think I would be perfect for? I'm curious. Wait, Rudolph. Oh, is Ru- Rudolph is one of the waiters or the mm-hmm. staff? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aha. Okay. Okay. He's mainly in Act Two, but he's he's there. Gotcha. So I was gonna say Barnaby or Cornelius yep. would be my thought, mm-hmm. and yep. I feel like you'd be a great Cornelius. He has the. I feel like people kind of look at Cornelius as the main one of the two, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I feel like type wise, you are great for both and perfect for barnaby i, I yep. think you have this awesome shtick ability mm-hmm. to be shtick and yes. your your quote uh character actor but thank you <laughs> to let it be grounded and and truthful at the same time and to me that's what yeah. barnaby always is always no matter what he's he's this hilarious fun guy but he also mm. has to be super grounded in order to yep. get people to fall in love with him exactly um, the Which audience, is why I, I mean, I, but he, that's my lean to is Barnaby because of like you said, quote unquote character actor. Uh, yeah, I love I love finding shtickness. Like um, I did a production of Crazy for You, and finding the shtick that was with Zang- Bella Zangler was so much fun because it was like <laughs> there's nothing on the page given to you, so you can kind of just create your own person. So yeah, but yeah, did I? Uh, and song. Um, ooh, I would either go in with um, being with is a different version of make him laugh it was actually before make him laugh was written and uh so it's the same song but just with different lyrics <clears throat> so i like that one um or i would take in it's not where you start it's where you finish um which is very dun, 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 dun. yeah um, so i feel like i feel like that would be a good choice for either one of those um they're both golden age-esque too so it would work for the genre um but yeah, that, I think that's what I would take in uh, as cool. far as the, uh, the randomness of being like, yes, this is what I will do. This is good. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that was fun. Love it. <laughs> Coincidentally, I have for the, your first one, Annie, get your gun, because there's actually a non-union tour for it right now. So, Wait, really? Yeah, there's a non-union I tour didn't for even know Annie, that. get your gun happening right now. Yeah. Wow. I That was one of the first musicals I ever did, and yeah. I played roles that I shouldn't have and yes. <laughs> it was one of those community theater shows when i was like 12 and i was like okay okay oh, cool. anyway 
I've um, also done the show, so I understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the what are you wearing is the easiest question to answer. Um, so I'll start with that one. Definitely <laughs> denim jeans with like, I have mm-hmm. these leather dress shoes. Well, they're faux. They're yeah. like faux leather yeah. dress shoes um, to like give a little bit of cowboy feel, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. not cowboy boots because I feel like that's a little too far. <laughs> um, yeah. But I do jeans with like a leather shoe and mm-hmm. um, I don't think a flannel is right, <laughs> but something that suggests <laughs> a flannel, like a like, like a, a nice like button the- down that's not uh, like a normal dress shirt, something like a, a textured yeah. dress shirt, I think is what yeah. I would get. Yeah. The texture dress I call shirt it like with um pick I call it like picnic flannel. Like it's the thin square. Like uh, it yeah. looks like a picnic table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Maybe cloth. something like that. Yeah, and yeah, I have yeah. one that with like yeah. a tiny, tiny dot print that I might do. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Tucked in with oh, a belt. Okay. That's what I'd do. Um Who and would then, you going for? Oh gosh. Um whatever the <laughs> oh, shoot, I don't even remember his name. Um it's been so long. I can see it and I can see the costume in my brain mm-hmm. from when i did it um it yep. was charlie davenport i think i think that would be a good choice uh, i could also see you being tommy keeler tommy, in oh, age tommy range right keeler. Now. Yeah, yeah that 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 guy was cut from a lot of the versions. a lot of the numbers yeah mm-hmm. um but and i also like, like i like your answer too yeah i'd love to do charlie davenport that that fun little showman yeah. thing um it's a good one because he kind of yeah. is in in, in in thinking about the show, he's a transitional character too. Like he's like, next, we're here. So, yeah. Um. So yeah. Berlin. I I'm looking at my mm-hmm. my big spreadsheets with all my book stuff in it. I know I have Berlin in there somewhere. <laughs> um. This is the first thing I do. I always go. I have like two different books from college. I have my book one, which was the first two years of college, and then book two, which is the second two. And I just go through and look mm. and see first off if that composer is in there. Um, do I not have any Berlin? <laughs> Hang on now. You don't have anything from Holiday Inn? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, mm. well, I learned something new today. I, I have no Irving Berlin in my book. I have <laughs> I have Adler and Ross. I have... Yeah. Uh, I have Lerner and Lowe. I yeah. have... There's another one that would work well. Oh, I have a, I have a Cole Porter. Um, hmm. Actually, that might be what I bring in. I was going to say, That's the Cole my- Porter would probably be best. I have a Cole Porter song uh, called Please Don't Monkey with Broadway. And Ooh, that's a good one. I found it because I was listening to Patti Lapone's random songs on Spotify, and it just came up, As and I was like, do. I have never heard of this. What is this? That was be oh, a clown interesting. for me. Like, it's, it's not from a show. It was just done. So Yeah. Okay, so there was a... It was from a movie called Broadway Melody of 1940 with George Murphy... Uh, Frank Morgan, Eleanor Powell, Fred Astaire, Ira Hunter, Florence Rice, and Lynn Carver. Wow. I did not know this. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Patti Lapone sang it, and it's it's got this really fun balance. It's like classic Porter, but because yeah. it's not from one of his larger shows, people don't often sing it. I, I just used it uh, two two weeks ago for an open call mm-hmm. for a theater that does a mm-hmm. lot of uh, fun jazz, swing, oldies sort of oh, nice. style stuff. So I brought that in. Nice. But, um, yeah, I would sing Please Don't Monkey with Broadway. And it also has a really fun opt-up at the end to a B-flat, nice. which I like to nice. pop out if they call for a tenor. <laughs> um, exactly. You're like, I, I can do this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
And after, when I used it the other week, afterwards, the the music, the, the guy who was playing, the accompanist, was uh, mm-hmm. the music director. And he was like, come here. And he like w- walked me through some, st- when I get when I went back to get my book, he like walked me through some stuff and asked some questions about my resume and stuff. And he said, now, now that B flat, is that a party trick or, or can you do that regularly? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not a party trick. I mean, a C it's would an be honest a party question. trick, but yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> anyway, it was just funny. I've never been asked, is this a party trick or is this real? That's funny. <laughs> I ha- I have on mine like a flat, and I have that every every day. Yeah, but I've never had somebody be like, is this a party trick? Can you even yeah. do that? <laughs> it says funny. it says you're a bare tenor. What does that mean? Well, I don't even yeah. know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I question okay. it every day myself. Thank you. Right. Yeah. All right, my next one for next. you is Urinetown. Ooh. <laughs> Are you familiar with Urinetown? Vaguely. Um, okay. But, en- but enough that I think I can answer, so. Okay. Um, one second. There is a role in particular I think you would just okay. destroy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I Anyway, I'm just eager to hear what you what you say. Also, props to you of shows that I never would have like thought of for myself, so. <laughs> test, you're testing my waters. <laughs> Woohoo! Based off my knowledge with the show, I probably would look at um, Officer Officer Lodstock or Lock Lockstock, yeah. um, just because I, I like to narrate and I, I believe that he's a pretty hefty role. But again, my my knowledge is enough of I know it's a show, uh, but I've yeah. never uh, li- I've never seen a production of it, so I have no idea. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, who would you, who would you have for me? I think without a doubt you would be an excellent Hot Blades Harry. Hot Blades okay. is this random ensemble guy who has this song in the second Dangerous, act. Unpredictable rebel. He, he is like, uh, like always. When I I played him at Summerstock a couple years ago. And for me, he was always mm-hmm. biting his nails. And like, I thought it would be fun if he had fleas. So he was like always scratching himself. He's just manic and mm. is <laughs> everything in the show is What's a bit, the song called? no matter what. And, uh, Hot Blades Harry. And the song is called Snuff the Girl. And in the second act, oh, he wants girl. so yeah, badly yeah, yeah. to kill this girl because they said if they didn't do the their part of the deal, they'd kill her. And he, they haven't heard back from them yet. And he's like, well, we might as well just kill her now. And there's, there's an entire song called Snuff the Girl. While he and this other bloodthirsty character are just like, let's kill her. Okay. <laughs> but it's just super fun. Um, it's like big band sound sort yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah. How does it start? Um, let's see if I can find it. It's very, it's very... Uh, west side story down the street snapping it's it's like ah. west side meets big band meets yeah. swing um Ooh. well that's the genre i really he's like a too so gritty grounded nasty fun character that yeah. i think you would do so well with i could also see you, you doing lockstock lockstock <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he's fun i think you could do both really <laughs> well awesome. i i would if Thanks. i cast it i would cast you as hot blades with uh, Lockstock understudy. That's that's what I would perfect cast you. As. I love it. <laughs> um, as far as what I would wear, this is a bit cliche, but I I would probably. Well, then again, I was gonna say I would take a risk and go to the audition disheveled. Like <laughs> I might be in a suit, but like the the tail might be out, the tie might be crooked, like because it's they're gr- grimy and grungy in this town, yeah. so it's like you don't want to look 
spit and spolish as you walk in otherwise they will look at you yeah. for one of the rich characters but i don't know that's that, that's, that's funny i would probably wear some browns because i i feel like costuming would probably go for a lot of that um yeah uh would have a beard because as popular as they are they're can they can be seen sometimes as unclean because you don't take the time to shave so I, I don't know that would that would probably mess my hair up <laughs> <laughs> go in like yeah. um uh like Seinfeld for or go with with Kramer look <laughs> yeah wild and manic but if I did it would probably <laughs> they would probably see Hot Blaze Harry <laughs> so yeah I think it would be That's good fun. um and song wise if it's something like that uh it, I'm gonna go down Hot Blaze Harry if I was gonna go for that um cool. song wise my instinct for whatever reason is to take in Easy Street. Like I know it's slow, Ooh. but it would show the sleaziness of it. Um, Sleazy Annie, is the so. perfect word. Yeah, yeah. like oh, that, I love that's that. what I would probably lean towards. Uh, would be to take an easy street. Like, sure, they would see it would be slow, but they could be like, "Ooh, he is a weasel." Okay, th- that might be good. <laughs> I love that. That's a fun choice. Yeah. I never would have thought of that. I, I think I would have racked my brain for something more contemporary, but it it's perfect. To go mm-hmm. back, there. that's great. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> so I will disclose for this episode that I have recently become obsessed with, is it Ride the Cyclone or Ride of the Cyclone? It's an off-Broadway musical um, about these kids who get killed on a roller coaster and they all get a, a chance of redemption by this um fortune teller machine that is back to oh, life. and like I saw yeah. a TikTok of a bootleg that's where i the saw it from and i've started listening to some of the songs and it's actually really really good um but that's that's not the um that's not the musical i'm testing you on the te- huh. the one i'm going to test you on that gave me a similar vibe necessarily from ride the cyclone sometimes is you have an open call for sweeney todd <laughs> all right who do you think you would so... love to play <laughs> what would you sing oh my gosh and what would you wear? <laughs> right now, I would be mm. either Antony or Beetle. Mm-hmm. I think, or Pirelli. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah. I okay. think I could do any of those three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would focus probably on Antony and Pirelli. I think yeah. Beetle. I don't know. I don't know. But I think I think I would more enjoy those two. So let's just say I'll, I'll go for those those two I have the at same, the moment. I have the same list as far as like, I have Anthony, then um, Pirelli, and then Beetle as like a, eh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get understudy Beetle. He'll, he'll be able to do it, but like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I tell you, I have so much Sondheim in my book, um, which sucks <laughs> because of course you never want to bring Sondheim for an audition because you don't know who's playing. Exactly. But also, if it's like simple exactly. enough, if you get lucky and somehow found yep. a great Sondheim song that is simple, then maybe, but... um. Yep. Then it's not Sonheim, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you if you um, found a song that's simple, it's not him. <laughs> what I tend to do is look for if I don't have the composer, I look for similar mm-hmm. composers or similar mm-hmm. styles mm-hmm. based off of looking at the composer. That's always like my go-to. Mm-hmm. I would. I do say have an Adam the... Gettle who did okay. Light in the Piazza, and he also yeah. was. Um, I think it's. I think that's Hammerstein's grandson, and Hammerstein so, yes. was Sondheim's mentor. And so mm-hmm. they share a lot of ten- musical tendencies. So, but at yep. the same time, it's not right for Sweeney. 
Um, I have no. Il Mondo from Light in the Piazza, but I don't think it's right. Yeah. Um, oh, I have She Was There from Scarlet Pimpernel. That would work. Um, that would be a great Which would be Anthony. good for Anthony specifically. Mm-hmm. If it was for Pirelli exactly. specifically, though, I might do. I have Franklin Shepard Inc. from Merrily We Roll Along, but there's yeah. 12,000 keys. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very simple choice for if you were going for Pirelli, I know exactly what you would need to take in. What? What would I take in? You would need to take Aldolfo from uh, a drunken chaperone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> wow. That would be fun. It's like spot on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I also have Alona from She Loves Me, which might that be is the good. right sandwich between the two. It's romantic, Honestly, it would show, but it would show both. Yeah. 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 I, I think if, I like if that. There was specifically a track that they said they were looking for somehow somebody to be both Anthony and Pirelli. I'd probably bring mm. that in. Um, I mean, it could work. Yeah. It might Pirelli, work. Pirelli is on stage <laughs> when Anthony's not, so. Yeah. For I all saw, of you small theaters the out there, do one that. In, I saw it in uh, uh, what was it, Barrow Street Theater, the one that yeah. Norm Lewis did it at, and, and Carly Carmelo did it for, mm-hmm. they, they all, mm-hmm. all these big people did it in little stints. I, when I saw it, um, the guy who played the Dice With Family and the Gentleman's Guide Tour was playing the Beatle, but in that mm. same production, Pirelli doubled as the beggar woman. And it was really incredible. And she I also mm. saw on tour uh for Miss Saigon. She was yeah. the the wife and mm. she was brilliant as Pirelli and Beggar Woman. It was crazy. There's some some cool nice. doubling you can do with that show. Oh yes. Anyway. Indeed. And I That's would wear awesome. I have this um I <laughs> black is what I would wear. Yes. Uh yes. I have this like nice A splash of red, maybe. <laughs> yeah yeah i have this nice it's, i call it sometimes my pirate shirt but it's not it's not as bad exactly pirate what you're shirt, talking about and it's yep, black yep. it's v-neck but it's a little it's yep. just loose but it's a dress shirt mm-hmm. but no buttons mm-hmm. anyway i like it yep. uh i would probably wear that with like my gray plaid pants and black dress shoes yeah Ooh, i like a belt. it with a belt because you gotta yeah, have accessories. with a belt yeah cool good answers I good answers. would love to do sweeney anyway yes, um as would I. last one for you Mm. SpongeBob. Oh no! <laughs> yes. Um. Oh my gosh. Uh. Well, for those listening, it it doesn't sound like it, based off my talking voice. But I sing higher than I te- than I talk, which is not a good practice. Don't do it, kids. Um. <laughs> I I would love everyone and their mother tells me I would be an amazing Squidward, and I while I would love it, I also would love to be SpongeBob. Um. Mm-hmm. It just just because of the track. Um. <sighs> that's tough <laughs> um but it would have to be um depending on the production i would have to majorly work on my dance for squidward but i would also have to make sure my range is in good shape i mean our yeah. our voices go out of shape just like our bodies um yeah because it's a it's a demanding role um but also if I wanted a role that would ease into my voice, but also I'd have to be careful because if I did it too much, it would just destroy my voice, um, would be either, these are my second choices as far as the first two, uh, would be either Plankton or Mr. Krabs, just because of yeah. they're in the, the lower range. Um, yeah. But yeah, because I, I mean, growing up with SpongeBob, I have all the voices imitated as as do you. We've, we've <laughs> talked about this. But um yeah, those those would be my choices, uh, colors wise or not colors, uh, outfit wise. 
something bright. Um, probably no beard, just to be like, I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or younger, um, to quote uh, Hocus Pocus. And um, just like fun, fun, funky colors, like, uh, or not even like a funky color or uh, pattern is what I mean. Um, but like when I did, uh, I did a show once where I was in a blue plaid suit, like, and it was, it was a nice suit. I will admit. So like something like that would be fun with maybe like yeah. a, a bright yellow shirt to indicate like, eh, eh, you see it. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, that could work for Squidward because of his, uh, not a loser number where he's in the tuxedo. And it's yeah. it's a teal blue, if I'm remembering right. But anyways, um, yeah. wait, yeah, this is uh, this is a perfect and... opportunity to jump in and say a lot of times people are like, oh, it doesn't matter what you wear, but it does. And yeah. it, I was reminded when we were prepping for this that I did a workshop once for um, it was a Dear Evan Hansen workshop, and it was one of the people that is involved in casting, and he he straight up said, if you ever submit for Connor please wear black. It might seem silly, yeah. but it really actually helps us a lot. Uh, it, it requires less imaginative work on our end. So mm -hmm. if you're submitting for Connor, wear black. And yeah. <laughs> I just Done. thought it was like, oh yeah, that makes so much sense. And sometimes people kind of look over it and just like, oh, what, what looks yeah. nice on me? But it kind of has to, you have to play into it a little bit. You have to play into it a little bit. It's a, it's a, it's a game. It helps uh, in casting. Yeah. Like if um, I showed up song, for Sweeney ooh. in bright yellow or pink, it probably wouldn't yes. go too well. Unless nope, it's a very not, imaginative reimagining re of Sweeney. <laughs> it's Can you nothing imagine but bright Sweeney colors. in the world of SpongeBob? Oh no. Who would play Swing who? your razor oh, no, wide, SpongeBob. Yeah, no. <laughs> These are my I think, friends. <laughs> I know. Um good grief. I would see as uh Patrick as Beetle. Be like, oh, oh baby. my gosh. <laughs> but and Plankton Squidward is, is judge the judge. Yes. <laughs> Squidward oh would be like Pirelli. <laughs> oh like, yes, or Squilliam. I think Squilliam Fancy Son would have to be Pirelli. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Anyway, too much. <laughs> Sandy is Joanna. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Great bitch oh invented Birdman. <laughs> oh my gosh! Someone has to do this. Copy please, TM, TM, please TM. make it. Yes. Um. And then song-wise, this is where I, I struggle a little bit, if I'm honest, because a lot of my book is Golden Age heavy because of my mm -hmm. early training and where my voice really resonates necessarily. I have a lot of contemporary, and off the top of my head, I think um, it's from Ordinary Days. The song is One by One by One would be a great choice if I was yeah. taking the SpongeBob route because it's it's fun, it's up, it's in, and I can show high energy. Yeah. And uh, it's it's higher in range. Um, if I was doing SpongeBob, or if I was doing um, Squidward, I don't even I don't even know for that. But something upbeat because everything. I mean, when you get into his little reprises, it was like, "Hey, world, here I come." <laughs> um, yeah, you could take you could take anything from no, not anything. You could take a lot from Golden Age and go in for Squidward because a lot of mm -hmm. his things lean in that nasal. Uh, of course the whole show does but <laughs> yeah um yeah that's a tough one yeah what would you take in if you if if you were doing spongebob what would you consider taking in 
or any um, kind of contemporary show like that. Well, th- this this show is weird. It's part of the reason I wanted to pick it because every single song is written by somebody else. Tom Kitt Correct. is the only one that has multiple writing credits, I think. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Because no, you're right. The show, but um, mm. yeah, I think I think it would have to be super specific to the role that you're going for. Like, I pegged you mm-hmm. as a plankton. I think you would be an excellent yeah. Squidward. I don't know why I didn't think of it, but for some reason, my my brain went straight to plankton. I think. It's funny. I think that's because I, am... I live here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I. It's funny because I would think myself as a plankton. Yeah. I have played SpongeBob, and I was mm-hmm. cast as Patrick. Brilliantly, I might a couple add. months ago. Oh, thank you. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I I got cast as Patrick a couple months ago, and I was super excited that's about awesome. it. But I wound up having to turn it down because something else came up, and right. I was like, I have, I have oh, well. to do this other thing. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it was so funny because. I never would have thought of myself as a Patrick, but anyway, um, I wouldn't either. But, but I, I mean, if you if you book, you book. But yeah, if you book, you book. <laughs> you um, book, you book. <laughs> um, yeah. To answer your question, though, sorry, I went on a yes. Tangent. No, you're good. Um, we love it. <laughs> I think if I was submitting, if it was just open call, whatever, I think I would mm-hmm. aim for plankton. And what would I bring? Maybe I would probably look at. What's it called? What's the cheerleading one that Lynn wrote? Bring oh, it on. Um, bring I would it on. I would look at Bring It On to see if there's something in there. Yeah. Um yeah. I think stylistically that would work for Plankton. Another thing I mm-hmm. would consider though is bringing in something crazy sticky for yeah. material that might not look right on paper, but doing it as mm-hmm. Plankton. Um yeah, like uh oh, where did it go? <laughs> I thought about what if I did like what do you do from Tootsie? Um, that like pattern. What do you do? <laughs> because the whole thing is like everything's going wrong. What do you do when you have no prospects left? Everything is done. But do it in the super sticky, cartoony way. That might be fun. I, I want to see Plankton sing that song so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> and like for example, I that's the method that I did for um, Beetlejuice when they had their EPAs. I submitted. Um, oh, what was it? It was. It's right here in my book somewhere. I sent in happy together. The words, because the words to me are so creepy. Imagine me mm-hmm. and you, I do, I think about you yeah. day and night, it's only right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. this is Beetlejuice. Yeah. And so I just did yeah, that song really in the style of the show. Did not, you did not book, did not get call back, it's but okay. that's fine. I it's think okay. it was right. It's I think fine. it worked. Um, yeah. Anyway, but I'd like to try that's to find fine. ways to be creative with it too. I think that's best because uh, another thing that we've learned and I say we in different ways, but you can twist a song. Like a song isn't stuck in the genre that it's written in necessarily. Like Easton was talking about doing a song in the mindset of Plankton or like in the ver- in how Plankton would do it. You can twist a song a little bit, a little bit to show them, oh, I never would have thought of um, what do you do for Plankton, but it works. Yeah in how everything's going wrong and plankton's always complaining about nothing working and blah 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 yeah so you 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 have to be smart about it you can't just do anything for everything but uh yeah yeah, there's there's like subtleties with it that's for sure and like like that that example in particular i think that would maybe it might work because of Mm -hmm. all the other material he has that is not his song when the going gets tough because that song that just wouldn't work um no and and also i wouldn't do it if it was an open call for like if it wasn't specifically for plankton i probably wouldn't bring that in i would do something more general in the genre 
Um, that be like a call, if they were like send us something else for plankton like yeah great. i think Here it's like go. the more specific the call the more specific mm-hmm. and interesting choices you can make but if it's just like yep. a general open call for a show i think do exactly do something more broad um, that could go for lots of different ways yeah all right your last show sir oh i not me forgetting that i had one more it's okay that you had one more <laughs> <laughs> um so you've it's a show you've mentioned in this episode already but within it, I want to talk about other role, uh, other shows that have something like this. So your show is A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. I know exactly oh. who you would. I know exactly who you would want, <laughs> and I totally, I totally agree. Um, but on that note, I want to talk about how you audition for a role that is a multi-role. Does that make sense? Yes. So, so, oh my gosh. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I would love to play Monty or Dice with Family. I think like that, ugh, I would love to do either. Um, yes. I would have a blast. I see the Dice doing... with Family, hands down. Oh my gosh. But I totally agree you could do Monty. I would love to do Monty someday. <laughs> I don't know if we I could do We should record a song or two from that yes. show as Monty Let, and let's. Dice with. That would be we'll fun. We'll put it in the show notes. It'll be fun. In oh my the link gosh. tree. Wait, you can yeah. See yeah. We should okay, do great. that. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I, if I had a submission for Dice with Family and mm. they said, send in something for this, for all of the Dice with World. For these. Um, <laughs> I think for me, knowing the show, I think the thing about the Dice with Family is that whoever plays them needs to have this insanely large personality with the most mm. insanely specific and bold choices possible no matter what mm. and so i yep. think I, I i would have to find something that allows the freedom to make really big intense choices so mm-hmm. something that is not at all strapped down in any way creatively so i'm just yep. looking through my i agree thing. with that the other, uh, while you look um the other thing that can be hard about it is in this industry you have 32 bars that's less than a minute mm. to like try and show even three different kinds of choices in in good context like you want me to sing 32 bars and show you eight different people oh i'll try yeah. here's a measure here's a measure <laughs> i know exactly what i would do what there is oh my gosh okay there is a <laughs> show from 1937 yes. that okay. is invisible you cannot find anything about it anywhere except for a Wikipedia page. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Between the Devil. It was by Ooh. Howard Dietz and Arthur Schwartz. And mm-hmm. there's a song on it called Triplets. I found the song because I was listening to Mandy Patinkin's stuff and just going, yes. doing a deep dive into all of his music. And yes. he... Well he <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he recorded <laughs> Triplets in the studio as, one of, as part of one of his albums. I don't remember which one. Mm. Um, but it's a song. It's three triplets they're all they're yes. toddlers and it's the perspective of each of the three triplets and so mandy of course being brilliant mandy goes back and forth between all these different personas and the way that he did it he pitched one super high one at his own mm-hmm. voice and then one super mm-hmm. low and he yep. it's just you turn on a dime i'm talking like you switch to each of the three within four bars like back and forth constantly and so That'd not only is it a mastery of of character but mm. also it's the energy and the yep. the intervals within the song musically are just really difficult as well 
So I think yeah. that I, I would bring triplets. If the uh, nice. thing is, I think it's a difficult key. Actually, mm-hmm. no, it's not. It goes. It starts in B flat major and goes to E flat major. So it's only two or three flats. Great. So that's not bad. Yeah, I definitely bring that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's a good choice. Well done. Thank you. Props to you. <laughs> that was fun. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Honestly, it was good. I, I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, it's an audi- we're treating it as an audition, so my body's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Anxiety. and I would wear um, something with a vest. I, yes. I think as long as it has a vest. I think yeah. just having something more proper about that, or maybe it would be like a um, like a T-shirt with a blazer. I don't know. Something to I, get my posture thinking upward and outward. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. Come and if you were going for the English. Dice with family, you could take a... If you could, this is a big risk. I'm not saying you would do this, but like anybody could do this and bring in like two different hats and like hide them behind your back. Oh my you gosh. You like just change <laughs> characters based off that. It takes a page from British comedy, but like it works. That's funny. <laughs> or like even like draw a little mustache on your finger. Yeah. And just bring it up. <laughs> just be like, I. Funny. <laughs> yeah. I think in the, in the age funny. of self tapes, anything goes. That's, I mean, that's yeah. one thing that like we haven't even talked about is like because of self tapes, you don't even necessarily have to worry about how difficult the music is at this point because there's tracks no. out there for most there things. Um, yeah. and, and what's and funny is even in self-tapes with having tracks, I've heard from people be like, oh, live music is still better. Okay, but yeah. I don't have money to hire a live accompanist every time. <laughs> yeah, no. And track <laughs> is right there. Like, no. Can you imagine <laughs> if every single time you had to submit an audition, uh, you had to rent a studio or a space mm-hmm. or black box or mm-hmm. whatever rent an yeah. accompanist all time it's just there's no way there's no like nope. yes i agree having an accompanist is best for mm-hmm. performance but like there's only so much you could do <laughs> uh, yes my company my accompanist name is uh yao tube thank you yes <laughs> yes there we go um yeah any other closing thoughts um I agree with you. This was super fun. Uh, it's nice to stretch these muscles, even if it is just like imaginary. Um, yeah. Because I haven't, I haven't had an audition. I've had one audition this year so far, uh, just because of other employment uh, taking place right now. But it it hasn't been a muscle that I've had to flex recently. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, here's here's what I would do. This this might be work. This might. Not. So it was nice for me. Um, I'm hoping that anybody listening took away some sort of gym from this. Um, yeah. Again, we're, we're not experts. We're still doing the game as far as trying to figure out how to audition yeah. and whatnot. Um, I definitely know that I need to improve my book. Um, not, not just in the sense of being like, I have this and this and this, but just having options because <laughs> sometimes mm. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I I need to pare down Uh, my book because I got so worried about having songs. I just kept adding and adding and adding. And now it's just to a point where it's like, I need, I'm not at a place where if somebody said, sing this, I could do it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know Mm -hmm. if I could, I got lucky. I had somebody at an audition I had at the end of last year, they said, Hey, do you have your book? And I was like, okay, here we go. It's the only time anyone's ever asked me for my book. And thank goodness they asked for something that I had just done a couple months before and it was still fresh. Yeah. So like yeah. I need to, we two problems on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's a nice medium to find to where yep. you're comfortable with all the songs. You know exactly yep. what cuts you need to do in all the songs, and 
books are hard mm. books are weird they are honestly they're hard <laughs> there's also they're a debate weird. on whether or not you need them there is and I, that kind of goes in the sense of like if they're going to provide you music is the, mm. is a book required you know what i mean yeah um yeah but it's this was fun i um I appreciate the choices that you gave me because like I like I've said a couple times they're not ones that like smack me in the face so I'm like oh um I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> never thought about that one but um, You I think you would love you're in town. There's there's I'm lots gonna of give roles it a in that you now. can play as you get older too. Yeah. It's one of like, those shows. You would shows. be a killer um, Cladwell. Oh, thank you. Uh the, the antagonist. Just, just the name alone. <laughs> Caldwell Caldwell um, Caldwell B Cladwell is his name. Ah. <laughs> uh, Goldwell yeah. be Gladwell. Thank you. It's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, what are your closing thoughts? Um, yeah, I think if, other, if you're... Other than condensing your book. <laughs> yeah, I need to... I, I think I... Yeah, that's one. One thing that I've always done since I learned this in a class that has just been so beneficial is start by looking at the composer of the show. Um, yep. And then find I'm taking other that away from, from you, by the way. And I and I took that from my vocal coach in, in college and uh, in a class that he taught. And it was just it's been so helpful having that as a, a base. And you don't always have to start there, but it's a good yeah. place to start. Um, yeah. And another good thing is just year referencing um, what year it's from and looking at other songs in your book that have the same year. What I do, I in my book, I have every song has the title, the show, composer, lyricist, uh, year and then the key. Mm hmm. So I know, yeah. is this, are there 12,000 flats? Should I bring this in for an accompanist? Yeah. <laughs> or can mm. I have it as a track? And Whatever. you say nothing but, but I'm sorry <laughs> and walk, walk away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, this was, well, fun. was fun. Let us know if I you learned we'll... something. If uh, yeah. like DM us or comment just, or just let us know. Message us. Yeah. In final thoughts, let's talk about the coffee. Cause yeah. I, Another I enjoyed sale. it. Mine got I like this cold, one. But I did too. <laughs> yeah. I think I prefer we were talking it to the so much. farmhouse. I think I do too. Um, it's a bit more earthy in texture um, mm -hmm. as far as the notes mixing together. Uh, you said it was chocolate and two other things, praline and... Uh, praline and chestnut. Okay. Oh, I get actually, the I think I said caramel at the beginning, but it is chestnut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I get the praline stronger than anything, but I like yeah. it. It's, it's I got the really good coffee. in there. So I, thank I you, did Fox notice Tale, it is a little bit. Yes. Thank you so much, Foxtail. I noticed that it was a, uh, both of the Foxtails are, they're not weak, but they're a touch mm -hmm. lighter than all the others yep. that we had. And I always brew my coffee the same way. I have my, my system and I scale and I measure and all the stuff. I. So I know I'm getting the same, uh, style of brewing. So I know that's not yep. varying. So I think it's just mm -mm. in general, they just have a, just a lighter, uh, style to their, to their, which beans, is great. And that's fine. Um, yeah. yeah per per people's taste but i just noticed that but anyway it's still oh, so good i love it still good uh speaking of good coffee yeah. to remind you we have carver coffee uh company and you can go to our link tree and find their link and use our the artist blend for 10 percent off also really good coffee yeah. um yeah yeah so i think i think it's time to leave <laughs> yeah oh i do want to say i challenge everyone before we sign off today I challenge mm, yes. every person that is listening to this to find two friends that you think mm -hmm. would enjoy this show yes. and message them. If you yes. are in your car, don't do it yet. If don't you're holding it. laundry, you finish up that t-shirt that you are folding, and as soon as you have that t-shirt folded and in your drawer, pull out your phone 
and text yes. a friend, phone a friend, phone two friends phone friend. is the challenge. Phone two friends, in fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the best way we can get out to people is by you telling your friends and they tell their friends and so on and so on. Um, but also we're looking at some options as far as uh, being guests on different episodes of uh, other podcasts and things like that. So that has yeah. things to be looking forward to as well. Yeah. Um, we have some, we've got some things, things coming work, up. So it, yeah, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we also, note, um, think... we'll have some other, uh, some other creators. We will be dropping uh, some of their shows on our feed over the next couple months. So keep an yeah. eye out. In addition to our weekly content on Tuesday mornings, you will also mm -hmm. get uh, maybe like Friday or Saturday or somewhere in between the Tuesdays, you'll uh, have access to another podcast's feed uh, dropped into yeah. our feed. Um, I think it'll so be, keep it'll an be eye fun, for that. exciting, it'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Most of the people that I've heard from um, by word of mouth, not by any platform, is talking about how they enjoy just listening to our episodes. So hopefully they enjoy what we are trying to plan and be part of yeah. as well. So like you said, look forward to that. Uh, I feel like this is a beautiful time to wrap up. Uh, so on that note, I will say it. And I will say, be good beans and drink good beans, everybody. Thanks for listening. We love you all. And have, have a great a day. day. Yeah. The Artist's Blend theme music was written and produced by Christopher and Sarah Bailey of Well Wishes Productions, a Nashville-based boutique production company specializing in multimedia production, live event contracting, studio, and live vocals. Find Incognita's Infamous Adventures on Amazon Prime and its soundtrack on all digital platforms.